Welcome everyone to Oh Come On Sports with Mike and Jesse. Today we talk about just ratified the MLB and the MLPA came to an agreement and the lockout is over. The season's going to begin. And we're also going to talk about the NFL. They got a couple big trades, the Calvin Ridley suspension, and are the NFL hypocrites for suspending for gambling? Here we go. MLB finally listened to you, Mikey. They finally listened to you. They knew that they were losing it. They, they knew that they, they said they said we cannot lose that one fan in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. We need to ratify this goddamn agreement and get it done so we have a full 162 game schedule. And it happened today. They saved me. I'll watch. I'll watch now. I'm back. I'm back, baby. That was the. I think that was such. Uh, you know, your people are gonna hate. Uh, MLB for doing this, but this is like a masterclass in negotiation by Major League Baseball. Oh, I yeah. think, like they just you basically just took the players to school, and and the players came out on on social media and they were saying like, listen, the owners are being like assholes here. Do you not see what's going on? And it did not matter. Somehow the players still ended up looking bad. Um, and so the union that was bargaining for the players, yeah, voted eight zero to reject the MLB offer today. And then the teams voted twenty six to four to accept to it. accept it. Wow! So like, why do you have a union? Yeah, exactly. You know, like if you guys aren't on the same, and this happens every time there's a lockout in every sport. This is why the owners win time after time after time. Is because the players, even no matter how many times they get warned, like save your money because we gotta we gotta dig in our heels mm-hmm. for for the future of the game for future players whatever. Yeah, and they they can't last. Because, and the owners know this. Yeah. And that, that is the biggest thing that hurts the players is they can't be all on the same page. Biggest changes in this agreement. No details have come out that I've read yet. But these are just quick things. Uh, expanded to a 12-team playoff. Which you were mentioning. That's That sounds interesting, but we don't know the details don't of how it'll work. Don't know the details yet. Right now, it is a 10-team playoff. Yeah. So they've, they've added two teams. I really like this one, Universal DH. All, I'm all for it. All for it, and and these ones happen right away. Like yeah. like when MLB starts, I think they said opening day is April seventh. Like they happen right away. Uh, the only sorry, one comment on that one. The only argument to that, I hear people the, the like National League, um, you know, truthers or whatever, saying that it's more strategic. And, yes, and and they're not wrong about that. But I just don't want to watch pitchers hit. I'd rather have a big masher in the lineup in that position. That's and, just more entertaining for me. Um, for me, like I understand there's a there's a um, like almost like a love affair with that, like the the way baseball was, mm-hmm. with managers managing the bullpen. But you know what? I don't watch baseball to watch a manager manages bullpen. Yeah, I watch baseball for strikeouts and home runs and hits yeah. and and great plays in the field. And when you have a pitcher uh, batting every nine, like once every nine times, and generally pitchers aren't good unless they're named Madison Bumgarner. Mm-hmm. It's a wasted. It's a wasted slot. I I totally agree. I, I'm not going to miss it at all. I did did not. Uh, was there not a pitcher that like tore his Achilles? Was it not like Mike Soroka tore? No, no, he got hurt on the mound. But some yeah. some other pitcher like tore his Achilles running a running out a ball, running out of ground. Right. It's like and, you and, don't need that shit. Totally. And I do. I enjoy the hitters that are the pitchers that are good at hitting, like the Zach Greinke, you know, Nolan Baumgartner. Remember, Levon Hernandez was yep. really good. I I Mike Hampton was great back in the nineties. I, I, I like that too, but those are so few and far between. Like, I couldn't name, you know, five more of those guys, right? I will tell you, in MLB The Show, I never put on regular, like, DH for both leagues. No. I never have the pitchers hit because it's the dumbest thing ever. No. And, and like, five years from now, P- 
people aren't going to be, you know, saying clamoring back to the days are like, oh, I missed the double switches and all yeah, that shit. Exactly. Like that's not going to matter. Exactly. Uh, they've they've instituted a six team draft lottery, um, a fifty million dollar bonus pool. I have no clue what the bonus pool was before, but I guess that's just more. And the bonus pool money, I guess, is for draft and international signings. Yeah, the draft is so uninteresting in baseball that that doesn't even matter to well, a normal they, person. Well, they uh, so the draft they've lowered to twenty rounds in the amateur draft, wow. which it used to be like ninety rounds. Yeah. So I guess that's a good thing. Maybe they're trying to make it more TV friendly. Is my guess in yeah. this? It's just the players that are getting drafted. So few of them are going to be making immediate and they're so impact. Far away. And they're so far away. So far away. Yeah. That's why the NFL and NBA drafts are such big deals. Because those guys are going to play. Because you're going to see those guys right yeah. away. The NFL, especially NHL, it's like maybe like like what maybe the top ten picks. Sure. Maybe sure the top top half of the top round is interesting. Is interesting. Other than that, like you'll see these guys much later. Yeah. Uh, baseball, who the hell knows? Yeah, you never know. They could be playing high school and not to go through college. Yeah. Any, anything, you never know. Uh, they increased the collect uh, the um, competitive balance tax. Um, and they've increased the minimum salary for players. Okay. Uh, they added a service time manipulation um, like rule or so something like that. So that if like you that. bury someone in the minors when yeah, they should that, be up. Yeah, and I, they didn't say any details. Uh, top two Rookie of the Year finalists would get full years, uh, full year service time. So okay. even if a rookie That's gets called up in May, if they finish top two, it, their whole year counts, which is interesting. And players can be optioned to the minors maximum of five times in a year, which I guess before there was, right. for some players, you could go up and down as much as you could. Who Interesting on that previous point, who votes on rookie of the year? And I'm, I'm not putting you on the spot. I don't know that off the top I of my head. But I would I'm, assume writers. I'm, a, I'm just thinking if that's writers, there's going to be a lot of interesting debates that come out considering you could get an extra year service time yes. if you win that yes oh that's gonna be interesting um so baseball's back i'm i'm happy you know uh, i'm like you i was kind of jaded with the whole thing yeah. and uh i just i feel like through most of our sports watching uh time we know way too much about cbas we do and I, we shouldn't. No. Like we shouldn't sh- know what it means, really. This shit should not. Like lockouts shouldn't happen. There's to. I I understand why they happen, but they shouldn't happen. These guys are big fucking guys. They can, like they're adults. Sit yeah. down and in the off season, fucking hammer it out. Yeah. You know. I agree. Like and, enough of this bullshit. And it's so off putting to the fans because it, it is millionaires fighting against billionaires, billionaires. and yes. that that's what that's what turns the fans off the most. And I'll be uh, like I was playing hardball on with last podcast with my with what I'm saying. Like I'm coming back. I'm not I'm not <laughs> I'm not going to give up on baseball, but also if they're still big bickering, I'm not following the I wasn't following the bickering, and if they didn't start on time, I probably wouldn't have noticed with everything else that's going on uh, right now. The the Jays are going to look like they're going to be good this year and I'm excited got, for that extra playoff spot to shoot for so fingers they, crossed they might not need it they might be getting in one of the regular spots i hope so i hope so but let's transition to the main event this is oh in the last week the nfl even oh. when the nfl is done they still run the media the circus. nfl do you want to start off with calvin ridley or would you rather talk trades first oh let's let's talk trades okay so um one happened today khalil mack dealt to the chargers for a second round pick and a sixth, I believe I read. Well done, Telesco. Uh, yeah, and like, Bears, like, you traded, like, multiple first round picks for him. Yep. And you got a second back. Now, granted, he is older, but Bears are changing. Yeah. Uh, I did see a tweet saying Bears fans right now 
uh, in the last week, realizing that Rodgers is coming back to the Packers and they lost Khalil Mack and it's totally a guy <laughs> losing his mind. So funny. Um, uh, then we had uh, the bane of your existence. Uh, the Indianapolis Colts traded Carson Wentz. I'm not even a Colts fan, but I feel so angry for the, their fans. To the Commanders for... Um, for two third round picks, two third round picks, and maybe a second if he gets like snaps or something like yeah. that. Reports came out that uh, the Colts had tired of his lack of leadership, resistance to hard coaching, and reckless style of play. Uh, I think the most damning thing in here is the resistance to hard coaching because Reich, Reich went uh, stuck his neck out for him. Yeah. Reich was the one that pushed for them to trade for Wentz because he's like, I I had him. We did well. I can I can bring him back to what he was, and Reich actually it's reported that he apologized to Jim Mercy afterwards for it. That's incredible. That's that's very damning. Yes, Th- that that shows you the fact that they were willing to trade Wentz just shows you how 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 you know little they thought of him. Quite frankly, because yep. like you said, Reich stuck his neck out. He vouched for him. He said that they could make it work. And one year after that, he is right out of there. They lost their first round pick. Now the good thing is the Commanders get are eating all the salaries, so nothing gets left on uh, the Colts' books. Besides, there, I'm sure there's something on the salary cap yeah. part. Um, but I, the thing that drives me crazy about this is I saw people uh, talking about what a great trade it was by Chris Ballard to get the Commanders to take the whole salary. They never should have signed that guy in the first place. All he did was fix a mistake that never should have been made. Everyone knew that was the wrong move, except for Ursay and Chris Ballard last year. Everyone knew that was the wrong move, and it was a disaster. That team is good. They have a window to win right now, and they still open. And now they're talking about getting Jimmy G, yeah. like another guy that's not going to do anything for them. And yeah. I don't—I'm not a Jimmy G hater by any means, but get someone that's going to move the needle there. Yeah, you need—you need, you need uh, like obviously you just can't find these quarterbacks. I know, yeah. Anyway, but they were out there last year. Like Stafford was available, but you don't go and trade Wentz and then go get Jimmy G. No, like that is not. That is not what you do here. No, even if you think Jimmy G is more coachable, better in the locker room, whatever, less reckless, they have a similar skill set in that neither of them are going to do anything spectacular. They're not going to... The quarterback position is so damn important. Like, you see it with teams that lose them. The Rams showed this year, when they went out and got Stafford, they were like, we needed a quarterback that could win us games when we needed to win. Because Goff couldn't win us games. He was... he worked well within within McVay's system, mm-hmm. but we needed a quarterback that that when the time came, we could put it on his shoulders and he could get us there. And, and it worked for the Rams. Yeah. And the Colts, uh, I saw you you threw out a tweet out there that Ballard uh, is great at drafting, phenomenal, which, which is is undeniable. But you know when it comes to his trades and free agent ac- acquisitions to help um, surround that talent. Yeah. He just he, he he's he's missing on on most everything. They need a wide receiver and a quarterback, and that is a that is a Super Bowl contending team with a legit wide receiver and quarterback. They should be moving heaven and earth to try to get the Sean Watson right now. Uh, speaking of wide receivers, I was reading. I like to read like uh, you know uh, writers talk about where free agent guys fit, and uh, Allen Robinson was on there. Love Allen Robinson. And uh, the first thing this guy says, and this is on the score. Um, and the first thing this writer said was that Al Robinson has been like hampered throughout his career by playing with garbage quarterbacks. Yeah. So you want to know what team that he said he should go to? <laughs> the fucking Cleveland Browns. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, to Allen Robinson, that's an upgrade. Baker is an upgrade. <laughs> like, I understand. Like these guys got to make money. I get it, but don't 
point to, hey, he needs to get with a good quarterback and then send him to the fucking Browns. No kidding. Yeah. Like, no what kidding. are we doing here? Yeah. Like, I would, oh, it's, I love Allen Robinson. I would, you know, you think back to his time in Jacksonville, the quarterbacks like Bortles and, and, you know, he had Trubisky and, you know, whatever. It's, it's just a nightmare. And, and actually, Trubisky, looking back, Trubisky, I think, might get a starting role next year. Uh, it sounds like the Giants are going to go for him. And then Daniel Jones is out? Well, then there'll be a quarterback competition. And the reason they're saying that is because Brian Dabble was yeah. the old Bills. Right, yeah, that's guy. right. Yeah, Trubisky with him for the for the whole year. Oh, my God. You know what would be – I don't think – that would be a bad situation for Daniel Jones because I think – I don't think he'd be the starter very um, long. If I'm Saquon Barkley, I'm like, trade me. Yeah. Like, people are calling, trade me. No, you're Saquon Barkley's fantasy owner, so you're saying trade me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got guys in the league I can trade them to. Don't you worry about it. Don't you worry about it. If things get a little bit wild, don't you worry. Uh, the other, I guess this is a big trade if you're into this. Russell Wilson traded to the Broncos. I guess all that. Uh, That's how you go get a quarterback. Right? Uh, I guess smoke where there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah. Carroll tried to dampen it, but it didn't work. Uh, Seattle gets. Okay, so first off, Denver got Russell Wilson and a fourth round pick. Yeah. Seattle got Drew Locke. Noah Fant, Shelby Harris, two firsts, two seconds, and a fifth. Huge haul. Huge haul for Seattle. It makes them quite a bit worse in the short term. Yeah. I would have never expected they could get Fant and Harris in that deal as well, too. Yeah. Like, that that was pretty To pretty recoup good. first from that, like, Jamal Adams trade that kind of Brutal backfired trade. on them. Yeah. Um, this was a big win for Seattle's future. Uh, it sucks if you're a fantasy guy for if you have DK Metcalf or Tyler Lockett. Mm-hmm. Like, uh. yeah. Um, There's a really very real possibility Drew Locke is starting quarterback for that yes, at, at the beginning very real. of next year. Uh, and Denver getting Wilson. Um, Beautiful for Denver. Love it. They, yeah. People, people were. I was seeing people saying. Uh, you know, now they just need to get some wide receivers. I'm like, they're stacked with wide receivers. <laughs> they got, they got three. They got Judy Sutton and Pat uh, Patrick. Like, really good. I know, you know, Patrick's kind of under the radar, but you know who they need? Allen Robinson. They should. Oh my god, that'd be phenomenal. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Oh man. And they and they they are very high on their other tight end, uh, Albert O. Uh, I'm not going to try to pronounce his last name. So losing Fant, even though he's probably a, he's a very talented player, is not going to be huge. To some them. of the tweets that came out of that, Noah Fant. Uh, Thinking that he's going to be playing with Russell Wilson, right? And then realizing he's been traded, and he's yeah. still got two lock. <laughs> those, those are pretty good. Yeah. Um, but but to me, and I don't know what you, I, what do you think? Do you think that's worth the price for Russell yes. Wilson? Yeah, yes, because Russell Wilson is what uh, 31, 32. Quarterbacks now are playing longer than they ever have. They're playing into their late thirties um, at the minimum. Um, and if you're like a Brady or a Breeze, you're into your forties. Uh, so to me, this is a good investment. The defense is good. They are. Um, the, the offense, had, oh, it just needed a quarterback. Mm-hmm. And they still have cap space to do things. They can bring back, there's talk of them bringing back Von Miller. I heard that. That was interesting. Uh, you know, they're going to address things in the draft. Like, yeah. they'll get, what's going to hurt them is their division. Yeah. You know, they're in there with, with the Chiefs. Uh, they're in there with the Chargers who just traded for Khalil Mack. Yeah. Uh, I feel bad for the Raiders. I got a soft spot for the Raiders. I don't know if it's because my dad was a fan of them or yeah. is a fan of them. So I kind of have a soft spot for them. I feel like everybody kind of does, though. Yeah. Because they are they are football in a way, right? Like yeah. those colors, that attitude, Al uh, Davis. And I love watching... Whenever I watch old clips, I love watching the old clips of the Raiders because they just fucking beat the shit out of teams. Mm-hmm. And they cheated 
and they were they weren't shy about it, and it like there's something yeah there's something romantic about that. Oh, and, it's and, like it, yeah. to me, it's like oh yeah, fuck like the Raiders just like and back, putting stick them on their hands to catch a ball. Yeah, Fred Bo- Freddie Bolitnikoff couldn't yeah. touch anything because it would just stick to his hand. But that <laughs> that was the beauty of him, right? You got Kenny Stabler who's like out till six in the morning drinking and partying, Listen, and then comes in and just slinging it, I love, smoking I love, darts. I love his quote. He uh, used to read the playbook playbook by the light of the. Uh, uh, of the um, jukebox. Yeah. <laughs> that is the greatest quote ever. Um, I don't and, imagine he was reading too much. Yeah. And I wonder too with, with like for me, the reason like I kind of like the, like I liked Favre is Brett Favre was the, the modern day version of Kenny Stabler. Like a womanizer, a fucking drinker. <laughs> gunslinger. Gunslinger. Yeah. Like whatever. Didn't give a fuck about anything. And like there's just something about that. So maybe that's why I liked Favre. But, uh, but the Raiders, this hurts for them. <laughs> Watching yeah. their division, and you know the Chiefs are going to do something. Yeah. Um, what if the Chiefs got Allen Robinson? Uh, I've heard they're going to go after Juju. That would be all right. They, too. they courted him last year before he went back to the Steelers. I, re- I remember that. Yeah, I so, do remember that. Uh, I, don't, I don't know how good Juju is. That's interesting. I like him, but I don't know how good he is. I think he's better than than the Chiefs' other secondary receiver options. Besides I would agree. Kel- like, well, because it's Watkins, right? And Denard, Denard, no, Watkins is gone. It's uh, Demarcus it, Robinson. It's Hardman. Nicole Hardman. Nicole Hardman's number two there now. Mister yeah. Mister uh, Every Fantasy Year. This is the year he's going to break out. That yeah. guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, I really like this move from a Denver point of view. Uh, the division's going to hurt them, but we'll see. Not shocking that this came out immediately after it was announced that Rodgers was going back to Green Bay. Right. So right. you know they were waiting out on that. And then and then it came out, they're like, oh no, we, we were talking two weeks ago. Well, yeah, of course. I would be talking to 31 other teams about their quarterback situation and then narrowing it down as I heard news, yeah. right? Like, it, it probably came down to Rodgers and Wilson. Rodgers, uh, Rodgers probably was cheaper to get, mm-hmm. right, because of his age. Yeah. And... Then when he sat, announced he's going back to Green Bay, they 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 uh, uh, turned and got Wilson. Yeah, it was a good move. Like I give credit to John Elway; he's someone who I've been critical of for never being able to get a quarterback in there, yeah. and he finally did it. Uh, he can only get quarterbacks when he dra- when he trades for them. Right, that's it. He Everyone he's he drafted has he been terrible. He can't draft a quarterback. He can't. Uh, his scouts can't. Yeah. Identify what uh, what makes a good quarterback? I w- guess in the NFL. <laughs> Wouldn't it have been funny if after. Uh, uh, Rogers announces he's going back to Green Bay. They're like, "Oh, we've just fired that. Who did they hire from Green Bay?" <laughs> Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we've, we're firing Nathaniel Hackett now. <laughs> ah! <laughs> That'd be funny. Yeah. Just totally like yeah. like playing into like, "Oh no, we only hired you for one reason, sir." Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're, you're not bringing uh, Rogers? Yeah. Uh, and it sounds like Russell Wilson. That's the only place he wanted to go. Cool. Was uh, was Denver. Uh, which is better than like last year, where I guess he said he wanted to go to Chicago, there, which always yeah. confused me. I, I never got that. Uh, either. New Orleans, I got it's a it's a part, but sure. he's not a partier though. Like Russ, well, Russ Wilson got mad at DK Metcalf for having threesomes, right? But the reason so, to go there would have been Sean Payton before he but, before yeah. he was not there anymore. And, but now they're in cap hell too. Right, so. which is a great time for Peyton to bail on that team because they're fucked for a few years. Yeah. <laughs> well, you just you, they got a Super Bowl. You eat your lumps for a couple of years. That's cap, a, cap gets right, then you get back to it. Yeah, you're like, oh, actually, yeah, you know what? I feel like coaching again now that the cap oh, situation is. Figured I feel out. significantly less stressed now. Yeah. Well, you went out and got uh, Deshaun Watson. Perfect. I all of a sudden I feel like coaching again. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's talk about the uh, the main event here of the last week. Calvin Ridley has been suspended for the 2022 season for gambling on NFL games. 
Between November 23rd and 28th, he placed parlay bets involving three, five, and eight teams. So he wasn't listening to you because <laughs> uh, you would have told him not to do that. And he also bet... I would have been a hypocrite because I tell people not to do it, but I still do it. Because <laughs> they're fun. <laughs> but what about that one chance you hit, I know, man? I know, I know. Uh, also bet on the Falcons to win in that time. At the time, he was away from the team for mental health reasons. Uh, he placed bets through a legal gambling app in Florida, and the app notified the NFL. So I did more reading about that, and the part of the agreement with the gambling sites was that the NFL would be informed of players gambling. Totally. Right? Yeah. So they've set that up. Ridley says, I bet $1,500. I don't have a gambling problem. $1,500 for Ridley is like $5 for you and I. Of course. Uh, and this is where the hypocrisy comes in for me. The NFL has partnerships with betting operators, Caesars Entertainment, DraftKings, FanDuel, uh, FoxBet, MGM, PointsBet, and WinBet. I would have expected more of them even in there. <laughs> it's just... Gambling isn't... When when society has made it normal, you know what I mean. Like it's not it's not the boogeyman as much anymore, mm-hmm. and and the NFL is partnering with with gambling sites for money, and then they turn around and suspend a guy for an entire season for gambling. I know it's crazy. Like yeah, he did wrong. Yeah, he probably should have been suspended, but for an entire year. What are we doing here? This isn't. This isn't. So I got a list of of other NFL players that have been suspended for gambling sure. in the, in the history of the NFL. Yep. Alex Karras and Paul Horning in 1963. Uh, they were caught in the same the same like sting basically. Right. Art Schickler, I can't even say his name. In 1983, he was a quarterback with with high hopes, and he had a gambling addiction, <laughs> and he just kept he just kept on getting caught with bookies and stuff. And, totally, and you know whatever. Josh Shaw, who was like a practice squad guy in 2019, and now Calvin Calvin Ridley in 2022. I think this whole suspension is a hypocrisy by the NFL, considering that they have partnerships with gambling sites, and the suspension doesn't make any sense. Other notable suspensions from Roger Goodell. Ray Rice, he beats his fiance, two games. Adrian Peterson, felony child abuse, felony, six games. Greg Hardy beating his girlfriend. Ten games reduced down to four. Parlayed that into a UFC a career. Yeah. Ezekiel Elliott hitting hitting a woman. Six games. Josh Gordon smoking weed. Six fucking seasons. Total. That was multiple. That multiple, was multiple times. But still, for smoking weed. Yeah. Tom Brady takes air out of a fucking football. Four games. Yeah. Do we not see, like... We all have to be seeing the, the, the fucking... How stupid this is. I do. None of it makes sense. If I feel like you go into Goodell's office and you spin a wheel. And it's like, wherever it lands, that's your suspension, buddy. Yeah. And, I, he's, and he's got the special six seasons one for, for Josh Gordon. <laughs> then, I, I I agree with you. I, I can explain it. I believe I can explain okay, it. Because okay. these are all very... These are all questions that came up after this happened. I believe I have explanations for all of them. And it's not good, unfortunately, for the NFL. The answers I'm providing are not going to be good. But here's the reason that Ridley is suspended for as long as he was, and all those other guys who did much more terrible things. Like, that Ray Rice video is disgusting. Like, any yes. any of the abuse of women, children, all that stuff is absolutely disgusting. I didn't even add Kareem Hunt in here, either. Like, sure. There, yeah, he so kicked a woman. More. Yeah, exactly. All terrible. Here's the thing. To the NFL, betting on football... 
is a much, much worse offense than any of those things to the NFL. I'm not saying that's right. I'm not saying that's how it should be, but I'm saying the way the NFL views it, that is way more damaging to the league than any of those other things you stated. And what and and just right there is the problem. Yeah. It it's they're looking at it from their point of view like we can't have players gambling on our own product because it's about the integrity of the league. Right. You got fucking guys in there that beat their kids and beat their wives, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, but that doesn't hurt the integrity of the league and it doesn't stop people from watching and gambling right, on it. Right. Well, and, and listen, Calvin Ridley uh, gambling is not going to stop people from watching. No. What it is going to do, and I do agree with some of the guys coming out, is that it's going to affect Calvin Ridley the rest of his career. He makes a draw. Yeah. What, is he going to bet on this game? Right. But here's here's the kicker. So what Kelvin Ridley did probably had no effect on the game whatsoever. But he is getting very close to something that the NFL fears significantly, which would be if players are playing in games and they're gambling one way and they're manipulating the outcome of the game because of the bet that they have placed on that game. Because if it ever comes out that that happens, now the integrity of the game is ruined in the eyes of the gambling community. Mm-hmm. If people are not, excuse me, if people are not gambling on the game, people less people are watching the game. This affects the NFL's bottom line. That's why this is more dangerous. The owners view this as more dangerous for their pocketbooks than any of the other stuff that you mentioned. So you think that uh, this this full season suspension is a like throw the book at this guy yes. so that everyone else sees that you cannot be like He's, we. Uh, the other things are are awful, but this we will not tolerate. No will not what, tolerate at all. We are suspending this guy, even though he wasn't playing in the games. He was away from the team, etc. If you even do anything remotely like this, you're gone for a year or more. Yeah, I'm not even convinced Calvin Ridley is going to be gone for a year. It could be more that they might they might try to pull this out longer. And I feel bad for the guy because. He didn't do anything wrong. No. Really, in the whole scope of things. It was illegal, uh, Betty. He should have known that you can't do that. I can't believe he didn't know that. Yeah. And don't bet with your own name on your own phone. If you wanted to do that, get your cousin, get your brother, get your friend, get your... Anyone else is allowed to do it. Just not you. Yeah. Just tell your brother or tell your cousin, hey man, place this bet for me. Yeah. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. Yeah. So so I feel bad for him because he's going to get raked over the coals for something that wasn't a bad thing. He didn't do anything necessarily wrong except in the eyes of his employer. And in the eyes of his employer, this is one of the worst things you can do. And so that's why. That's I, I totally get what people are saying. They're like, well, how did Ray Rice only get two games? Unfortunately, to the NFL, that really doesn't matter. Yeah. It's well, sad. The NFL also hide, like, doesn't hide, but they, they, a lot of times, they wait to see what happens in the court of law. Right. Before they, they try to, to put down punishment. They'll, they'll come out with the punishment, but they'll, they'll change it based on what happens there. Because obviously they're not, they're not lawmakers, right? But in this case, they are the lawmaker. Because he didn't do anything wrong, they are now saying, we're the law in this case, you're gone. Because we can't have this. Yeah. And, and, and like you said, this is going to be a, there's a, some gray area because the sports books are now getting in bed with the NFL. The NFL is very leery of anyone trying to manipulate the outcomes other than the NFL. The NFL yeah. manipulates outcomes all the time on yeah. these games through officiating. And not saying they're doing it illegally or they're doing it um, in a bad way, but they do through rule changes through all this stuff. It's okay for the NFL to do it, but they don't want anyone going rogue and doing their own thing. And that's a huge. Be- 
Because it would literally, if they found out this was running rampant, it would literally stop the money that was going to the people that are sponsoring them, right? Yeah. The sports books would stop taking in money on NFL games if the better betting community thought that the integrity of the game was lost. So that's why they take it so seriously. And there you go. That's there it. There you go. Um, I I do think he should have been suspended. I don't think he should have been suspended for a year. Just based yeah. on other suspensions, to me, gambling is a very uh, less lesser offense compared to um, you know hitting your child with a switch. Totally. And stuff like that. And it's I don't know how they can do. I don't know how they could possibly do it in a way. I don't know how they could let their players gamble on it. I really don't. I, I don't think there's a way. I think it just has to be hard and fast while you're employed by an NFL team. Oh yeah, you yeah. can't. You should like if you're if you're playing, um, you shouldn't be gambling. Now there is the the other gray area is fantasy football. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and there's a lot of NFLers that do do it. Right. So there's the next thing, right? So what's because that's so that might not be that, that might not be tracked, right? That's a cash thing, right? Yeah. Lots of lots of people just transfer each other cash. So. Gambling and sports go together, right? Like it's you can't separate one from the other. But it's a big deal if the players playing in the games are manipulating the outcome. And I think I think that's a, one of the big things here too was that Ridley was not playing. No, exactly. But he's still employed by a team, right? And he should he should have known the rules. I I would I'm blown away if he didn't. I I haven't heard what his take on that was. But my, my thing is he must have known the rules because everyone who plays in the NFL knows the rules. Yeah. it's They make it very, very well known. Yeah. But that was like, I, w- I wanted to say that because I found there's a lot of people out there, even people that are like no understand betting, like Dave Portnoy from Barstool Sports. Barstool <laughs> has, a, has a sports book of their own right now. He understands betting and he's doing this big thing online talking about how Calvin Ridley, nothing should have happened to Calvin Ridley because it was only 1500 bucks. blah, 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 this and that. If anyone knows the seriousness of what he did for betting, it's it's Portnoy. So I don't understand why everyone had all these questions about why it's happening. To me, it's obvious why this is all happening. And it's for the NFL's bottom line. There you go. Yeah. There you go. And I can't wait to play some more wagers when it comes back. <laughs> and I'm not playing. <laughs> That's right. You are not employed by an NFL franchise. I am not franchise, employed by the NFL. So you can do what... Now, do you think they're allowed to gamble on other sports? No. They I are don't. not. I don't. Oh, no. You don't I, think so? I, I do okay. not think they are. I think they do. I don't think, oh, they're, yeah. I don't think they're allowed to. No. That's I, that's one thing I, I thought of. Like I don't know, like if like if they uh, bet on like baseball or basketball or hockey or whatever. But I was just like, are they allowed? I, I believe sure. they are told not to. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But nothing would be more serious if if he put together a, a an eight play baseball parlay. That would be the dumbest idea in the world. But if he did that, I don't think uh, he's getting suspended for a full year. I'll tell you that. <laughs> that that's true. It's because it was on the NFL games. Yeah. No, that's exactly what it was. Wow. So there you go. Yeah. There you go, Mikey. Answering my questions, man. It's it's uh, the thing. the The reason that I'm hesitant to do that is because I know the answers aren't sufficient for people, right? No, but the an- your answer. But that's correct. Your answer made sense. To yeah. Me. It yeah. made sense. It that doesn't that doesn't mean it makes sense in the literal sense. No, like, in the world in that the we live world, in. Um, beating your wife or beating your kid is much worse than gambling. Obviously, but. In the in the eyes of the NFL, like you said, it's, it's not. It's not. I'm this sorry. Is, this is it's the, not. <laughs> this is the worst thing that could happen to any anybody. Yeah. You know, and that's just that's crazy to me. I know it yeah. doesn't make sense, but here we are. Here we are. 
<laughs> well, I think that's been our episode for this week. We'll be back in two weeks' time. It'll be in the in the middle of March Madness at that point. It's going to be madness. So, uh, it's already amping up. There's some great college basketball going on right so now. So Mike will regale us with all his his lost bets yeah. throughout March Madness. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I'm I'm fairly new to college basketball, but I I I am getting drawn in by the by the madness. I guess for well, lack of a better we'll, word, we'll be doing with our friends here. We'll be doing our yeah. bracket buster and seeing how bad we are this year for real. I am choosing based on I'm going to be choosing based on their team nicknames. That's all I'm doing. Yeah, for real. So I'm just, go. gonna, I'm just going to do it, and I'm going to be like, let's go with this. Let's go with this. There were some great games today. It's just going to keep getting better and uh, tight games already too. Like yeah. like teams that seem to have a big difference in their talent levels are playing in these really close games. So uh, yeah, it's fun. All right, have a good one, everybody. See ya.